2: You are now listening to NYY Sports Talk, a New York Yankees podcast. Find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. For live in-game Yankee updates, news, and fan giveaways, follow on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Now, let's talk Yankees baseball with Christian and Chris.
0: Welcome back to the NYY Sports Talk Podcast. This is episode 31, presented by the Armchair All-Americans. I'm Christian. You can find me on Twitter, at Christian underscore NYYST. And I'm alongside my co-host, Ryan! (laughs) Yep! Stat guy Ryan's here, but, you know, my regular co-host is Ryan!
1: Yep, Taking over. I don't care.
0: Oh, Chris, you're here? Yeah. I enjoyed Stack Guy Rise Company so much I forgot that you were here today.
2: I do like when Ryan's on the show. I do that a lot.
0: Yeah? You you uh, encompass the entire room
1: that you're in. So I've been having a tough time trying to figure out who my favorite Yankee is, but I think I figured it out. Uh, so as you guys know, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, right? <laughs> who is it, Kane Lee? So what type of animal is an eagle? A bird, bird, bird. So therefore, bird. my favorite is player a I is said a bird, bird, bird. Is
0: Brett Gardner? <laughs> <laughs> so Brett Gardner is your favorite uh, yeah. Yankee? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. All right. Bert, Bert, Gardy. Bert, I like the ten. Speaking of Bert, last week we had a NYYST birthday, and this week we have an NYYST. We birthday. do, man. Uh, we're recording Saturday, March third, so this will be released on Monday, March fifth but in between little jack's
2: turning one yeah tomorrow it's crazy jack is of course uh christopher's son posted a picture of him in his yankee hat the other day yeah one do you year like of... when
0: people call you christopher
2: no hate, hate, it. hate it hate it i hate having to fill out like legal stuff and having to put christopher
0: what does your father go by chris so you're both Chris. Yeah. Wasn't that confusing growing up in the house like that? Yeah, it sucked. Because my dad is also Christian. He
2: regrets it. He regrets naming Having me Chris. you. Yes, I yeah. know. I've, I've had that conversation with him before.
0: <laughs> you and dad have the same name? Yeah. <laughs> my father and I have the same name. I'm, Why wasn't I was named after him. <laughs> we're, we're both Christian. Yeah, I know. But he goes by Chris, so it was a little less confusing. I, I hate going by Chris. I hate when people call me
2: Chris. We had a great segue to go into the contest. With the brick gardener captionist. <laughs> All right, so
0: then <laughs> you know I hate to say it, but you know uh, screw your son's birthday. Then forget it. <laughs> segues are hard. I was hard. trying to be a nice guy, and and segues you know, are
1: hard to do. You know, uh, uh, play hard, <laughs> play hard. All right, after. so, awesome.
0: right, what are you doing over there? What do you mean? What am I doing? What are you doing? I'm trying to look up the contest winner here. All right, last week we had. I thought we had great, su- great success. Su- who's that? Borat? Yeah, he's oh, a great
1: I guess. <laughs> We had great success actually not terrible. It's pretty bad.
0: With the uh, With the first uh, NYYST caption this contest with the John Carl staying on the phone, I thought we did pretty good with that one. Mm-hmm. Right? This week, not so much. I hate to rag on her,
2: on her followers like eh, that. They were, eh. They
0: didn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really, uh... The
2: one we chose didn't make much sense, but it made us laugh pretty hard.
0: I thought we would have got some really good responses because the picture was really funny. I agree. In case anybody is one, there's a picture floating around of uh, Judge when he was doing his promo shots for Yes, and Guardi's like peeking out from behind the corner. Is that a her.
2: natural photo? Like I don't know. Or you did think it was a can, or, or you did think they it was set candy? that up? I don't know.
0: I don't know. You think? It, but if you're Judge and this was not set up, right? And you're Aaron Judge and you see this, you' little creeped out by Brett Gardner right now. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he's.
1: Dude, he's Dancing uh, hard. Uh you know, Judge looks good, not, 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 uh I wish I could wear that over, but So the one that
0: we uh, chose is uh Rampage Rye, not not you. No.
1: Fortunately Maybe says, that was gonna be my Twitter handle, but it was taken.
0: His uh his Twitter handle is actually M three M three underscore M four chin three. Oh,
1: wow. You a robot <laughs>
0: uh and his his tweet was, when you lose your job to some youngsters and you just watched I, Tanya <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, but, you know, like I said, it didn't make the most sense because hasn't, he hasn't lost his job. Mm-mm. But, kind of slim pickings this week. But, Rampage Ride, you will win the $25 NYYST Fan Shop gift card like we promised. And as always, rewards for listening to the podcast, which nobody ever seems to claim. I know. The guy Chris that won last week said he listened to the pod, but he listened to it after we announced the winner. you got
2: to listen day of. you got to get on this stuff.
1: I know. Because he
2: would have won an extra $10. We get a lot of downloads several days after, obviously, you know, throughout the month. Not everyone is like has time to listen that day, but well, if you, enter if you do time, have time... Just know,
0: even though it's not announced on Twitter all the time, just know it's a habit of this show that if you enter in a contest, that we will most likely give you a bonus Right, if you uh, listen to the show. Fair So, enough. Rampage Rye, if you tweet us that you heard the show and that you're the winner before I tweet you on Wednesday... Fair enough. Bonus $10. Fair enough. All right. Now, I have another captionist contest, but I'm going to put it on hold this week. I I think the followers need to regroup. They do. I got a really good one. I thought this one was a really good one, but I think the one that we're going to do in two weeks, I'd say, is a really, really good one. Okay. I'm excited. No, you're not. No, I'm not. All right. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of being excited, Chris was very excited yesterday that... Masahiro Tanaka made his first spring training start,
2: and half the world ripped him to shreds. Can we can we talk about what we discussed last night? These guys don't go out there and hope to throw a perfect game in spring training. He's a he's a seasoned vet at this point. He's out there working on different pitches, different situations. Guys on base working on different things from the stretch than he would from the windup. These are times to work your kinks out before the season starts. The only thing I didn't like yesterday was that after he gave up one of his hits, he seemed very frustrated you on the mound. You picked up on that. I didn't
0: really see it.
2: He seemed frustrated on the mound. That I didn't like because it seemed like he couldn't figure out what he was doing wrong. Not that he won't eventually, but... It seemed like he was trying certain things, and he thought he was going to be successful with it, and he wasn't, and he was showing some frustration.
0: All right, so I I mapped it out. I would figure that Tanaka is going to get probably four more starts in the Grapefruit League. If he continues to pitch this poorly in spring training, are you have you changed your mind at all of what you expect of him once the season starts?
1: No. I, I think of it this way too. I I agree. No, because remember last year Tanaka had the greatest spring this. training of, of anybody. We the were talking was the about best that. Best in the whole Grapefruit League. He and had like a, else, and Greg Bird was also probably the best offensive
2: player. He had like a point .6 something ERA last spring.
0: I don't think he gave up a run until like his second to last. I think he only start. gave up like a couple hits. And
2: then what did he do? Opening day.
1: What do you? What he always does? He gave up what four or five runs in yeah, three was, innings. His stat line from his first spring training start this year, one in a third innings, four hits, four runs, all of them earned one strikeout. Okay.
2: But uh, I think it was a lot of overreaction yesterday to some, from some fans. It is. And you want to know what made it worse was that CC came out and pitched great. So everyone just expects these guys to come out and pitch great. CC said it before the game. He wasn't out there for – an end result. He was there to see results in certain situations yeah, that he was he basically working on.
0: Said, "I don't care if I give up eight runs in my two innings. I'm, I want I got to get my work in. I got to work on my stuff." And you know,
2: and then when Boone goes out and takes Tanaka out of the game, it's not because he's pitching like crap. It's because he's throwing a lot of pitches in he, one inning and these guys have limits right now. You need to work yourself back up. What does a guy usually throw in his first spring training start? Like 30 pitches? 35 yeah, and you know pitches? what? He he's not throwing it. at 100%. He he's throwing at 85%. It. So there's no reason to freak out that Tanaka had a bad start in his first
1: start in spring training. Agreed?
0: I didn't think it was that big of a deal.
1: Well, a lot of people did. Jordan Montgomery pitched in that same game. He went three innings, gave up two hits, no runs, five strikeouts.
0: So now is Jordan Montgomery higher on the
1: pecking right, order exactly. than Masahiro Tanaka? I mean, we got to get over it. We got to get over it.
0: I think a lot of people, and you are a big culprit of this, You people just can't warm up to Masahiro Tanaka for some reason.
2: Because he was brought here to be an ace, and he's never showed ace qualities. Except for that, he has. Except for that, he hasn't. He has in the postseason this past year, and that's why I say I think he's going to come out and win Cy Young this year. He pit his first
0: year in bigs sub. No, 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 no! no, no,
2: no. I'm cutting you off right here. I'm not talking about his individual season stats. What I'm talking about is an ace mentality. A guy who takes the mound after his team has lost a few games in a row, and he says, I don't care what it takes, we are not losing this game. At least not on my watch. Tanaka hasn't shown that mentality. He'll come out after losing, the team has lost three games, and he'll come out and put an eight, eight spot up on the board in the first inning. CeCe has that mentality, still has that mentality. Tanaka has never shown me that. I'm sorry. Ex- except he has, he has. When? Very, very sporadically. Yeah,
0: sporadically. Our most hated team in Major League Baseball right now isn't the Houston Astros if it's not for Masahiro Tanaka. Okay. Because with their back's up against the wall in Game 3 of the ALDS. He pitched a gem.
2: But you know what? You have to come in and you have to be consistently dominant when you need to be. I'm not saying he can't make mistakes, but his mistakes are too frequent.
0: Oh. If You look, you at,
2: can't depend on Tanaka all the time. Last year. That's last not, year. That's not really true. And you know for, what? In the years prior, when we really needed him to have a huge game, a lot of the times he didn't. He wasn't our ace. And I think that's why people haven't fully warmed up to him.
0: I think people expect way too much out of him. I think they expect him to pitch a perfect
2: game every time he's out there. In the same breath, I will say that people also don't give him credit for the stats he has put up. Because overall, he's a great pitcher. Yes. Was he bad
0: last year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you know
2: what? He made up for it.
0: But when you have – your your first three years in the league are – what was it? Like 297, somewhere around there. 307 and then 351 were his three years. Yeah. That's really good. Really good. You can you can't maybe on one hand count the guys that had three
2: years like that. Right. Uh, you Darvish, I think, being one of them. But, talk about a guy that we
0: weren't warming up to was Yu Darvish. Right. And where is he? The Cubbies? The, the Cubbies, Cubbies signed him?
1: Do you think Tanaka would be signed right now if he decided to opt out? We talked about this yeah, a couple heard, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I was here for that. At this point, yeah. I personally think the Yankees
2: would have snagged him through all of this. Um, but I... I really think Tanaka would be making less money if he opted out. I
0: absolutely don't agree with that. I do I do agree he'd be signed somewhere, but I don't agree that he'd be a Yankee if he opted out. I think oh, Brian no? Cashman learned from the A-Rod mistake.
2: Well, what I'm saying is they would have snagged him on less of a contract, on more of a steal. Yeah,
0: but they w- unless they could have got a real sweetheart deal on the money, they would have never added years to the deal.
1: Yeah, maybe not. Last year, Tanaka 13-12 and 12 with a 4.74 ERA.
0: Yeah, and if you look at his second half numbers, he was a lot better after after the All Star break. It's silent because I'm giving I'm you know I'm giving Chris looks that don't translate to the. Uh, but
2: right, I listen. I'm I'm, I'm telling you he's going to win Cy Young in 2018. That's my expectation. I'm not sitting here telling you he's a bad pitcher. What I'm telling you is the reason why people haven't warmed up to him. And you don't seem to agree with me. But what other justification can you find for that fact? That's the reason. He hasn't shown us he's an ace.
0: Or maybe people just don't feel a connection with him because – forgive me for saying this. I don't want to come off as racist or anything. He doesn't speak English. So people don't
2: have a Apparently he does. Apparently he – Yeah, but
0: all right. I've heard in a – you know, it's been said that he speaks English pretty well around his teammates and in the clubhouse, but he doesn't feel comfortable doing it in interviews. So, to to the casual fan, they have no connection with this guy because they don't hear him, they don't hear him
2: speak. And it's unfortunate because from all the stories I've heard that have come out, Tanaka is a fun, awesome guy. Hey, he's a great clubhouse guy,
0: and I think that's why a lot of the times. Gary Sanchez isn't mentioned in the same breath as I Judge and Stan because you know
2: There's not that connection there where you're hearing from them directly, you're hearing their personality, you're hearing the translators' personality. And, and that's not a knock on them. It's just it's just a fact. But that's why you
0: appreciate Gleber Torres because he went out of his you know, out of his way to learn English this way, the fans in the media they hear him
2: speak. I just I think it's fair to say that if these guys speak English, they we want them to be comfortable enough to speak to us through the media directly because we can connect with them better.
0: And this isn't some oh, this is America, speak English or no, type no. thing. It's just that it's a matter
2: of connecting to the It's a player. matter
0: of connecting with your audience. Right. You know, if we if we wanted to be big in Germany, I, I don't we couldn't connect with our no, audience because we don't speak German. Right.
2: It, it's just a fact. It's it's a big part of why we can't connect with those players. And I think
0: that, uh, be, that, in addition to maybe his contract, it's why Masahiro Tanaka goes unappreciated. I agree. You know who's unappreciated? Who? Snack
2: guy, Rye. Is he? Thanks. I appreciate him. Uh, do you? Yeah. What'd you get him for his birthday? We are going to a uh, Baltimore Orioles game again. Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah. yeah. That's cute. Is that on uh, during the weekend? So, like, we can't do a show that weekend? Probably, yeah. That's We're great. We're going to have to record during the week. That's great, bro. So, your brother's more important <laughs> than NYY Sports Talk. Yep. Because nice. three weeks ago, he was dead to you because <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't on the show anymore.
1: <laughs> Romine's wearing number 28 this year. Yeah, what because uh, Booney's not doing that,
0: that ridiculous thing of, I'm going to wear the, the next championship on my back. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Aaron Boone... Uh, We touched on this at the end of the show last week that uh, Susan Waldman had a quote and it was basically like that Joe Girardi was a big mean asshole (laughs) and Aaron Boone is the biggest sweetheart in the world. And we threw it in at the end of the show. It was just kind of like a throwaway thing, but I wanted to expound upon it a little bit more. Do you think that Girardi's personality really was like a detriment to this team?
2: I don't know, and I don't think we can come to that conclusion just yet. But I know it's early. I know he hasn't even managed a regular season game, but don't you have such a good feeling with Aaron Boone at the head of this team? Hasn't he just done and said all the right things and you know, when, when, it, when you hear him he just you connect with this guy.
0: That's what it is. It's because he comes across likable, so you're willing to give him the benefit of the doubt.
2: And I like that. I feel very good about it. I think that we can't jump the gun and say this guy's going to be the greatest manager ever. But at this point, we can be optimistic. And I think that's a really good feeling from a new manager. We're really not on the fence. We really believe that this guy can lead this team to a World Series.
0: The thing I have trouble grasping with Girardi and his attitude problem or whatever it is, is that these teams overachieved with him at the helm. If they re- if everybody hated Joe Girardi, the 2013 Yankees, which were probably worse than the Stump Merrill Yankees, wouldn't have been over 500. And
2: you know what? It's funny you said that because I was listening to the podcast from last week and the quote came up that you said about, that Susan said, and I thought in my head, I said, you know what, it's probably the truth, but at the same time, this team is down two games to nothing in the ALDS, and they fought back. You don't just do that when you don't have some type of motivation to play for your manager.
0: Yes, a rebuilding team, in
2: air quotes, we've said this a right. hundred
0: times in this show, doesn't win 91 games if you but you know
2: what? But you know what, at the same time, you can say these guys all didn't get along with Joe to a point where they f- came together. As a team, and they said, we're going to win it for us. Yeah, but... And maybe I it always, made them closer because they couldn't connect but with their manager. go
0: back to Game 3 of the American League Division Series. After he botched
2: Game 2 the way he did... I know.
0: That team was dead.
2: Can I say, my freshman year of college, my coach was one of the best coaches I've ever had. But we all hated him. John Mazo? No. We all hated him. Okay. I was a winner for 20 years in but, North Bergen. But you know what that did? I come to Pacific Valley Shut to up.
0: to to restore winning tradition and you're nothing but, but losers.
2: <laughs> you're losers. Listen, we all hated this guy. But you know what that did? On bus rides home from, from away games, four-hour rides, it made us bond. It made us closer because we all had the same hatred for him. He was a great manager. He was a great coach. But it made us closer as players. Away from the coach. So, and guess what? We made it to the championship of the conference that year. We didn't win it, but we came together as a team because of it.
0: So you think the Yankees made it to Game Seven in spite of Joe Girardi? Maybe, because maybe they hated him so much. I'm just saying. maybe they should get a guy that they hate because if they like Aaron <laughs> Boone so much, maybe they'll win 73 <laughs> games because they have no fear of being any good
2: this year. Right? Like, oh, I, you suck, know, so you know, you don't know. You don't know.
0: Aaron's cool, man. We'll we'll go. We'll Skype with him. Maybe we'll do a little live
2: stream of Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't know, man. Apparently, something wasn't working because Joe lost his job after all that. So,
0: And it just keeps coming back to the way he carried himself. And I'm saying how
2: bad could it possibly have been? It apparently wasn't that bad. But he wasn't getting the job done. He got the job done once in his second year here.
0: So if Aaron Boone never gets the job done, but he's a swell guy.
2: Then it wasn't a smart move.
0: You know, a little, uh, little segue out of Boone, but still on Boone. I was telling you about this story that I read regarding ESPN. Now that uh, A-Rod is taking Boone's spot. Crazy.
2: I don't know if Stack guy right knows
0: this. Uh, Boone was apparently maybe on his way out the door at ESPN that they were talking to A-Rod as early as July. That's crazy. About becoming the analyst. They wanted to keep Mendoza and they needed, they want, needed another male analyst because... What's his name? Dan Schulman
2: Yeah. Ugh.
0: He wasn't going to try. He didn't want to travel anymore. I think he does uh, Toronto Blue Jay games. Mm. And he only wanted to do home uh, Jay,
2: Jays home games. He was one of the main reasons I couldn't listen to Sunday Night Baseball.
0: So, uh, Matt Vaskersen taken taking over as a play-by-play guy. Which maybe away from uh, John Smoltz would be a good, good thing for yes. him. Because I always liked Vasgersian until he was with Smoltz.
2: Yeah, oh, he, they were awful. Awful.
0: And then uh, apparently another thing was that uh,
2: – A-Rod had a big say A-Rod, in
0: it. a because ESPN was also looking at Michael Kay and Bob Costas Bob Costas as being the play-by-play guy. And uh, A-Rod was like,
2: Vascursion's my boy. And it's funny because you would think – I mean Bob Costas is so well-respected – it just shows how much power A-Rod has there. Yeah, but I mean,
0: Bob Costas can't even cover the Olympics for his own network. I mean, like, maybe there's something about Bob Costas uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Well, Bob
1: Costas, he was supposed to do, like, uh, on-field reporting for the Super Bowl, but he came out saying that he didn't... Something about CTE, how NFL's not... Yeah, 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 I remember. So then they took him off the broadcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> maybe that was further punishment, why he didn't do the yeah. Olympics. But do you think that if the Yankees knew that Booney was going to be out at ESPN, maybe they weren't, uh, They're were like, dude, you can't even, you know, <laughs> we're going to hire you to be manager here? I don't know. All right, so another uh, roster move this week. Uh, when did this come out? Yesterday, Friday? Uh, two days ago. It was Thursday
2: now? I think so.
0: Yankees signed Adam Lind to a minor league might deal. might have been
2: yesterday, I don't know.
0: With an invitation to... Uh, Major League camp. And I don't think this... I don't know if this is something we discussed on the show, but I did I did tweet about it at length. But the Yankees did need some type of veteran
2: backup presence
0: behind sure. uh, Greg Bird. Sure. And here is
2: Adam Lind now, who... Uh, let me tell you something. Another steal by Brian
0: Cashman. Adam, uh, Adam Lind. Let me get a... Uh, what's your name over there?
1: Ryan.
2: Ryan.
0: Stack Guy Ryan. Can I get Adam Lind's numbers from last year, please? Because... I didn't realize how well he was. Like, and you know well what? In a
2: very small sample size, too, he was very effective. I think he had 14 home runs, 40 uh, something RBIs, and he batted 302 or 303.
0: Yeah, well, stop doing Ryan's job. For
2: and him. he batted like 340 against left handed pitchers, apparently.
1: He had 303 last year. He had 59 RBIs, 14 home runs. Unbelievable. And that was in 116 games. Uh, unreal. How many at bats, though? At 267 at-bats. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy.
0: And this guy couldn't get a major league invite or
1: major league contract? Uh, 14 wait. doubles, 14 homers. Uh, hey. He 28 extra base hits
2: and 259 at-bats. Yeah, but Adam Lind isn't signed. Uh, sorry, Adam Lind is signed now, but when Adam Lind is sitting around and you also have a guy like Moustakis and whoever else not signed – you can imagine that Adam Lind is going to take a minor league deal at that point. Is Adam Lind making this team? It's very, very possible. Because who's the backup? Like we Maybe we mentioned it.
0: but well, Tyler, My boy
2: T. Austin hit a walk-off yesterday. So. He's actually
0: playing in the game right now. He's at first base.
2: So I love Tyler Austin. And I think he's going to get the opportunity to be the backup before Lind. But if Lind's lighting it up, they're going to have him on the bench. They're going to have him... Up there to pinch hit and in big spots. You can't
0: carry both those
2: guys, so the Yankees would have to make a decision between Adam Lind or Tyler Austin. Who would you prefer? I, I because would... I just said something that I just thought about. Lind's a great guy to have in a pinch hitting spot late in the game when you need a guy to with a little pop in his bat at the at the bottom of the order, and you need to pinch hit. Look, here's here's what
0: it comes down to, really. Greg Bird is unproven because he can't stay healthy. Will 2018 be different? We hope so. He's
2: unproven health-wise, not statistically.
0: You understand what I'm saying? Yes. But if he is going to come up with these injuries again, wouldn't you rather have Adam Lind as your backup first baseman on an everyday basis than Tyler Austin? A guy that you know can carry the load... At a major league level, we don't know that Tyler Austin can carry the load of, at, at the major league. But level. But does Tyler
2: Austin deserve the opportunity to show us if that opportunity?
0: Not when you have Adam Lind now. I don't I, really. I, I think
1: I think Tyler Austin might serve better as a backup for Bird. But say Bird were to go down with an injury, Adam Lind I think would get. Would take over as the first. But that's baseman. the thing: the
0: Yankees would have to make that call before spring training ended. They, I, I'm sure, there's some type of provision in uh, Lynn's contract that if he's not on the team by X, oh, he, he, he becomes a free definitely. agent. Definitely. So the Yankees would have to make that call, and I, does, I don't know how. If maybe you could look that up. Does Tyler Austin even have options left?
2: I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Because if he does, then the obvious thing to do is to put Tyler Austin back at AAA. Not to get off track, but. Think about later on in the season in September when all these guys get to be called up. Think about the bench we're going to have. I mean, we just have so much depth on this team. Now, adding Adam Lind
1: was really the last bit of infield depth we needed.
0: Ryan's thinking it's all this. Right. It's funny.
1: Remember, like... When you see a September lineup, usually it's like, "Oh, look at this lineup. The Yankees have out there this year it'll be when they put in their B lineup for a September game when they're giving their starters rest. It's going to be a pretty good yeah, MLB lineup. It's crazy. Uh, I'm trying to look up Austin's contract. But I I don't know.
0: We'll I don't know if out. he has a, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if he has options left or not. I I'm assuming that he doesn't to be honest with you.
2: I think he does. I personally So think if he so. does have
0: options to, unless Adam Lynn just shows that he has nothing left in the tank, but I don't see how that's possible with the year that he just had. Then Austin goes to Scranton and wins on the Yankees bench.
2: Yeah, I guess. Again, another good problem to have. We haven't had it knockwood haven't had
1: any bad problems thus far.
0: We well there is a little injury concern, but we'll get to that later in the show. Uh he I,
1: Austin's still in pre-arbitration, so maybe he.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm not sure. It comes like... to his uh, con, his uh, his options remaining. I he he was up and down a lot, so he might have burned. The Yankees might have burned through those.
2: That's one thing I'm not really certain on: on how many options guys have, and blah blah mm. blah. You know, maybe Chris knows. Well. You know, it's tough to track as a Yankee fan, too, because so many of these guys in the last couple of years have been called up and optioned back down. So it's tough to know. It's tough to keep track of.
0: So if you had to guess who's making the opening day roster between – and Lynn has any uh, – I don't know. I don't think he's playing in this game today. No,
1: nah, I don't think so. Uh,
0: between Lynn and Austin, who would you – If you had to take a guess, who's who's on the opening day roster? I
2: think Tyler Austin is, Um, but I think eventually you're going to have Lynn come up, and if Austin has options, he'll go back down.
0: See, if that's the case, it's just going to. If that is the case that Lynn that Austin has an option, he's going to start the year in AAA because the Yankees wouldn't probably want to risk losing. uh, I just
2: I like the idea of even if Bird stays healthy, having Adam Lynn to pinch hit.
0: That's why he would be on the major league yeah, roster. Yeah,
2: so that's what I'm saying. I if that's if that's the case where Austin only has a couple options left or whatnot, then you might see you might see Lind on the opening day roster. If let's say Austin has no options, is that a guy the Yankees DFA and let walk? I don't think you can, but but we don't know. <laughs> He's another guy that j- we just haven't seen enough of.
0: I don't know what you could get for him. He'd have to be in a package somewhere. Yeah. All right. Again, you know, good problem. Again, it's a good problem to have to have these types of options. Not a lot of teams have these options. Um, Last week, we uh, talked about Brandon Drury. 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 And this week, Miguel Andujar just has been lighting Florida on fire. He
2: has, like, what, 20 home runs this spring? I think it's 18. It's insane. Every time you turn around and read a recap... Of a game, he's hit two
1: home runs. I'm pretty sure Tyler Austin's not out of options. He's not. He's. I don't know how many he has left, but the only players that are out of options right now for the Yankees are Dylan Betances, Tommy, uh, Tommy Lane, Tommy Lane, Tommy Canley, Tommy <laughs> Canley. Yeah, that's that's a typo. I was gonna say
0: Tommy Lane's on the Red Sox. Yes, yeah.
1: Aaron Hicks, Austin Romine, Gary Sanchez.
0: So they could send Aaron Judge down if they want to. They could make room for get uh, his ass out of here. <laughs> he's 0 for four so far. Uh, Oh, for three, I'm sorry. He walked yesterday. Awful. So, there you have it. So, I guess that makes it a lot easier. If he does have options that the Yankees can send him down to AAA.
2: Sure. I know that'll break your heart, but... I do. I like him. I think he's a
0: solid player. All right. So, Brandon Drury and uh, Miguel Andujar were supposedly battling over third base.
2: Not much of a battle thus far.
0: Well, apparently not, but, you know, nobody wants to admit it, but somebody's got to play second base and Glauber Torres is not Glaber, Glaber.
2: I don't even care anymore. Whatever his name.
0: Why? Because he's hitting 092. When so he don't...
2: starts hitting, I'll care about how to say his name.
0: So it becomes a point of, do you
2: continue this facade that Brandon Drury's not going to play second base? They got to put him over there. They have to. They have to. It, it makes absolutely no sense. And you know what? We talked about how Andujar is such a liability at third. right? do you have his stats this spring fielding? Because I want to know how many – because he's such a liability. Um, I want to know how many errors he has this spring at third base. Because I know – I've seen Torres make two and with my own eyes. I can – I don't know if he's a... <laughs> I just watched him make yeah, one. Yeah, that
0: was one, and then he made another one earlier in the week. Where he was trying to be a little bit too flashy on a DP with
2: Didi. so you know what I'm gonna to stick to my word and say I think anduhar is gonna be the starting third baseman and I think you're gonna see jury at second in a couple of these spring training games before they wrap up in the next few weeks
1: uh I don't I don't I don't have anduhar's um fielding stats but he's he's killing it offensively for us so far he's got four home runs. And 17 at bats so far in the spring, and it's unbelievable. He's,
0: he's hitting well over 300, right?
2: He's he might be hitting over 400, man. And Drew he's hitting
0: pretty well, isn't he? He's hitting, And how do
2: you justify not giving him that opportunity at that point?
0: Look, we um, we just said earlier that Tanaka's stats in the in the preseason don't mean anything, right?
2: Right, because. Here's a difference. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. No
1: errors yet for Andujar. Okay,
2: so doesn't seem like much of a liability thus far, does he?
1: Yeah, he does.
2: No, he doesn't. A liability maybe for other teams. Why is that? Because he's killing it, and he's winning ball games for this team. I don't care if it's spring training. The fact of the matter is, is that
0: Miguel Andujar cannot play third base, okay? Everybody you don't knows know that. It. Everybody knows it.
2: I yeah, everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Doesn't seem to be the the case this spring thus far. Look,
0: that was a knock on him. But if he's gonna hit four hundred
2: <laughs> Well He deserves a chance.
0: Look, the way he's hitting, yes he does. And to go back to what I was saying a few seconds ago was if we said that Tanaka's preseason doesn't matter, right? But here's what you got here's the difference. Now we're gonna argue why Andrew Harz does. Because when you're. Oh my God, somebody just died out in the outfield. Jesus. Who's 25? Teixeira. <laughs> Teixeira came. So Teixeira shrunk to the size of Brett Gardner and now plays outfield?
2: So what you were saying is Tanaka's a veteran.
0: Yeah, guys that have their spots locked in, they're there to work, they're right. there to get in shape. But you got a guy like Andujar, or even Drury, or uh, even even if you want to say Aaron Hicks, these guys don't have their spots locked in place, so they have to perform. Right? They got to show the skipper and the GM that they need that they belong on the team. Right? So Tanaka can pitch to an eighty nine ERA, and it
2: was not going to matter because he's not going anywhere. He's still going to start the third game of the season or whatever. But. With these younger guys, they're looking to open eyes and they're looking to earn a spot on this team. And so their stats do matter because right now you're not – you are absolutely not messing with Torres' the service time and and sacrificing him coming up is, for opening day. What is
0: Torres hitting? Is he even hitting 100 right now, Brian? No. Is your name Ryan? <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do you answer for him?
1: I don't think you. he in an 077. Jesus. So
0: that went down. He was at 092 the other day. Right. So, how can you make it? How can you? Make, and what is Drury hitting just for uh, kicks and uh, shits and giggles here? Drury hit a
2: home run yesterday, I think, too. He, and he hit a 375. double. 375. Yeah,
0: and that probably went up because he had a double in today's game. Okay. okay? So, you got a guy hitting 375, a guy hitting probably close to 400. And then a guy hit in 077. It goes back. Without looking at names, who's making the team?
2: <laughs> Jury and Anderhar.
0: Guys, two of those guys
2: have to make the team Jury and Anderhar. But Which goes back to what I said. You can't tell me anyone else is better for second and third than Jury and Anderhar. But that's what the Yankees are telling us. Don't believe everything they tell you. They've told us a lot of things over the years. That Bubba Crosby was going to be the starting center. Yeah. fielder. And then he went out yeah. signed Johnny Damon. Yeah.
0: So until but look, Brandon Drury's gotta play a game of second base before I buy into the fact that he's gonna be the second base. It's gonna happen
2: this week. I thought about this, it's it's gotta.
0: But then you do that, what do you do to Glaber Torres?
2: Could you imagine these guys, right? You imagine what these guys are doing right now and then inserting them into the bottom of this order? I mean, it's a joke. Brandon Drury would hit ninth in this lineup. (laughs) It's crazy. And you know what? He's a great nine hitter.
0: Yeah, I got to hit two sixty five with nineteen home or what did he hit? Fifteen home runs last year.
2: It's crazy.
0: But again, like I said, I gotta see him play second base before I buy into that. And
1: I think that will happen. Yeah, he's only played four games so far in the spring. Yeah,
0: and then what do you? And then what are you saying to Glaber Torres though when when Brandon Drury starts playing over him? (laughs) We don't believe in you anymore, kid. No,
2: you got to just say you need work. You haven't played many games above single A ball. You need work. You need to see better competition.
0: Here's, here's uh, the guy that nearly killed himself in the outfield. Who is this? They're going to show us his name now. Shane Robinson. Hmm. Who the hell is that? This is the end of a road spring training game. So that <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> And who is he to wear number 25? really. I was thinking. You got like that. Justice Sheffield wearing 86, <laughs> but then this jerk is wearing
1: 25.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh,
2: what were we just talking about before Shane Robinson's mom? What are you going to say to Torres? Yeah, what are You're you going to You're going to tell him that he needs work. He's still your number one guy, but he needs work. He needs to see better competition. He needs to face better pitching. And he's also coming off of... That's why I never bought the idea That he was a lock
0: Because you know what Even though Miguel Andujar Is supposedly the worst Third baseman in history The guy played a little bit in the major leagues last year But he also had a full season at
2: AAA Andujar has to be Sitting there thinking What more do I have to do The guy comes up to the major leagues He crushes the ball The guy this spring is crushing the ball no errors thus far. What more does he have to do to make this team?
0: I just think that he cannot commit a murder, and, he <laughs> and will then he, he'll be on the yeah, team. Just don't get I arrested agree. for murder. Deal. <laughs> All
1: right. So,
0: do um, you guys ever watch Entourage? Oh my god, yeah. you, you hate Entourage, don't you? No,
1: I loved Entourage. Remember I hated the, it. Then,
2: then it at the got end. bad. Yeah.
0: You remember the season with Dom? Yeah. And he used to and. Remember when he stole the Shrek doll from the guy? Yeah, and he did that stupid thing with his ear, and then Vince said that was his tell. I always try to do that. You know that stupid thing that he did. No, no I don't know. He's I from don't... The Wire. That guy. Yeah, the worst show yeah, ever. I All right, so take, you want to take? You want to throw it to our sponsor right now? Throw it to
2: our sponsor. Throw it to the we'll, sponsor. We'll come back to close out the show.
1: What's up everyone? I'm Brandon from BrandonRendiniFitness.com and I am an online fitness coach. My goal is to help you reach your fitness goals so by purchasing one of my plans you will receive a personalized meal plan and a workout plan to help you reach your goals. You will have 24-7 access to me for questions and we would have scheduled weekly check-ins to make sure you're staying on track. What sets me apart is I want to help you find balance. I don't expect you to eat grilled chicken breast all day long. I understand that life happens and you're going to want to eat that piece of cake or that slice of pizza, which is why my plans are perfect for that. To make things more interesting, I am offering a special promo code for NYY Sports Talk listeners. If you purchase any of my plans, you can use the code NYYST and get 10% off. Again, that's promo code NYYST in all capital letters. So head to BrandonRendiniFitness.com today and find the plan that works best for you. All right, we're back, uh,
0: episode 31 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Again, Christian alongside Chris and Stat Guy Rye. Yep. So uh, second half of the show here. Uh, could not happen at a worse possible time for two guys basically maybe competing for the same spot on the team. Clint Frazier's got a concussion, and Jacoby Ellsbury has an oblique strain.
2: Sounds about right for Jacoby.
0: And apparently, the Yankees at first didn't think Frazier's uh, concussion was that serious, and apparently now it is. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah, he, he said he's not. He's getting dizzy. The headaches won't go away. He didn't really. He took BP a couple of days ago. He really was
1: disoriented. Yeah, he's totally freaking out about it. I mean, I think concussions just take some time to, especially when, when you never uh, recover. I but you know what? When he's when
2: stressing because this was a big time for him. I mean. Just like we're talking about Anduhar and Torres and all those guys, this was a big time for Frazier to really prove himself. Yeah, especially with
1: Ellsbury uh, banged up right You know, now. Here's so. what
0: the thing is. We know that Jacoby Ellsbury isn't going anywhere. The Yankees can't send him to AAA. They can't send him to Ale- Siberia. They can't send him to hell. They can't send him Morris. anywhere. Right? But if Ellsbury's hurt, this is when Clint Frazier could really – Get some extra abs, maybe, and you know, like, hey, say, hey, guys, you know, come on, look at me, I'm, I'm here, like, I'm, I'm Red Thunder, damn it. Oh. but he's got, he's got a concussion. He can't get on the field, and you know, it's really at a, maybe at a bad time for him because you know, a guy who's maybe spot he was gunning for, he can't, he's out too.
1: So now if Ellsbury's hurt to start the year and is maybe not ready, who who do you see the Yankees maybe having as that interim extra outfielder? Billy McKinney. my I, boy.
0: I wouldn't be opposed to that. I
1: love him,
2: man. It sucks that he's on this team, actually. Because if he were anywhere else, he'd probably make a run for a starting this, outfield position.
0: Yeah, the, sc- the scouting report on him is he's Brett Gardner, Jr.,
2: Okay, and Brett Gardner's been great
1: for uh, us. What's the problem there? <laughs> uh, another role beat, little young Brett Gardner. Plays hard. <laughs> you ever hear about Billy McKinney? That guy plays hard. <laughs> uh,
0: this is just turned into the Ryan Stacey
2: impersonation. Right. Uh, so, what was I saying now? Yeah, McKinney. McKinney would probably get that run. But they got
0: guys like maybe, uh, I keep hearing Jake Cave's name mentioned. If you watch Pat the path to pinstripes, you know a little bit about Jake
2: Cave. You, and you, you can, know what? Maybe
0: you can carry then Austin and Lind if if Ellsbury isn't ready on the opening day roster. Can I,
2: can I make a, a prediction? If Ellsbury continues to get hurt, Frazier's not ready to come back, this concussion takes a little longer, don't count Floreal out. Because
0: I don't know about that. You they were talking, love yeah, you're this talking, guy. about they
2: love this guy. You're talking about Torres not playing above single A. Florio hasn't done it either. You know, it sucks because you want these guys to get the call up, but you also don't want them rotting. Away Ryan, on the what bench. is Florio
0: hitting? He's tearing the cover off the ball. That's too. what I'm
2: saying. You can't, you can't count him out in
0: that role. I, I, I am counting him out. I don't think the Yankees have it. maybe later on in the season, but definitely not the start. That's the what season. I. That's what I was saying.
2: Yep. I was saying if these injuries continue down the road, don't count Floriel out to make a major league debut this year.
1: Floriel, right now he's four for thirteen. He has three triples. Three that's where four, hits four hits for, for thirteen. So
0: what does that break into? Just under three hundred. Yeah, but still he's three oh eight. Three oh eight. <clears throat> I was bad at math. That's why I married a math teacher so she can count for me. So, um,
2: and here's that's one crazy. and here's one. So I wasn't. One plus I, one. One. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to clarify. I wasn't saying. He's going to be on the opening day roster. What I was saying was Ellsbury is also prone to injury. If these injuries continue and you need someone to get that call up, don't count him out. He could make his major league debut this year. Maybe, maybe, maybe he could. And if he does how and Clint Frazier is healthy and sitting in Scranton, this guy has more blocks than anyone I've ever seen.
1: It, it, it's insane. Kyle Higashioka's hitting three seventy five. Speaking of guys <laughs> who I
0: forgot was in this organization, if I didn't just see him behind the plate with my own eyes, I would have never known that oh, he was still here. miserable. Yeah, I
1: didn't know until I just saw his name on this list. Miserable.
0: Would he go 0 for the season last year? Yeah, so, he was up so there.
1: bad. I was
0: starting I was, to feel bad for him like last <laughs> year. I was really rude for him to get a hit, especially when they said, you know, I forget whatever the game was, and they were like... Sanchez is coming back tomorrow. I was yeah. like, please, bro, please get a hit today. And then he went over for 4. And I'm like, Mom Use. and Dad, maybe next
2: year I'll get yeah. that hit for you. Kyle Higashioka. <sighs>
0: uh, a lot of dead air in this show this yeah. week. Uh, yeah,
1: it's
0: Chris's fault. Chris, yeah. why is it, why
1: are you doing this to the fans this week? Because we could cut all that dead air. Yeah. <laughs> Chris watched an hour-long video on editing it. You know what I've been watching a lot of unsolved, unsolved mysteries. The wow. original.
0: I came over <laughs> here. It on the TV. Uh, the original unsolved mysteries with Robert Stack. Unsolved mysteries. Stack. The original Stack guy. Stack. Stack, Stack guy Rob. <laughs> <laughs> the other last week or whatever it was, I had a sick day, and I was messing around on my Roku. And I saw that there was this uh, Roku channel that aired the original series. I, was, I almost had a friggin' heart attack. Because I loved yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. The Dennis Farina...
2: You're uh, really good at making yourself sound like a loser. Why? I was messing around with my Roku.
1: <laughs> he also did air quotes on us on that. <laughs> you don't see us. Anyway.
0: What was I saying? I don't know.
1: And I don't care. No, oh, I'm going to tell the story anyway. You have a Roku? I have a Roku. What, how does that work? It's like its own channels? Yeah. You don't have Roku? It's like a fire stick. Kind of. Anyway. Thanks, Mike. This report brought to you by Roku. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so they had this station that that had all the original unsolved Mysteries on it. And I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. Like, That's cool. This surpasses my wedding. I'm sure this <laughs> would be greater than when I have a child. <laughs> It's I mean, there. if I was the third baseman for the Yankees and we won the World Series, this would be greater than that. But then it was a free channel, so you know what that means. Ads. Ads. Yeah. It took, I'm not even kidding you guys, it took 40 minutes to watch a 10-minute segment of that show. And I i was i was mad. But then I found out that Hulu has three of the seasons on there, so then I've, I've been okay. Good, and
2: apparently I'm I'm
1: happy Amazon Prime has all the seasons on it. Great. I'll get you a subscription. I already have the best option is Amazon to go Amazon there won't be ads
0: i already i don't I don't pay for ads on Hulu. I paid two dollars a month to get rid of it oh ads. even with the premium there's no ads
1: what there's just no it just goes straight through on hulu, hulu? yeah
0: yeah you gotta pay for it though yeah you know I have Amazon prime you asshole, because you kicked the box out the door when you walked in here today oh yeah yeah only guy I know that does that <laughs> get this crap out of my way it's it's in my way. Yeah. This
2: is a studio on Saturdays.
0: Yeah, on, uh, yeah, and Is it your
2: your friggin' uh shipment center? It
0: actually is. So
2: anyway, let's wrap up
0: the show with this. Uh I'll just say this that I only watch the crime segments on Unsolved Mysteries. Jesus I fast Christ. forward through like when they do UFO ones or like they miss on uh, or like or like when they're like I, I I haven't seen my brother in 40 years. Help me find them. I was like, I don't care about that shit. I like the murders. Like, right. Update.
2: <laughs> when he comes out at the end and he goes, update, we have found the murderer. Can we get to Yankee Talk, please? That's why people are listening. No,
0: they really they really want to know that you can watch the Robert Stack episodes of no, Unsolved don't. Mysteries on Hulu. I guarantee you Patrick is going to
2: be excited about that.
1: What's <laughs> <Except> Patrick?
0: <laughs> anyway... So we've been referencing this game uh, throughout the course of the show here and the Yankees are playing the Boston Red Sox is airing on MLB Network and um, apparently the uh, Red Sox it's the Red Sox feed, right? It's the Nesson feed that they're showing on MLB Network. Mm-hmm. So apparently the uh, Red Sox announcers uh, said I didn't hear him say it because Chris makes me mute the TV when we're recording. Yeah, that's but it
2: was, the appropriate thing to do. the
0: appropriate thing to do, guys. Uh... The, uh, I saw it on Twitter that the Red Sox announcer said that the Yankees are a one-dimensional team.
2: Yeah. That that makes a whole world of sense. And and actually, one of our writers tweeted it, no?
0: Yes, one of our writers did.
2: Dan Smith. Danny. Um, Danny Dubes. That makes absolutely zero sense. And I think their context was that they're an all-or-nothing offensive team. Correct.
0: Yes, I would. I would think that's what they meant by that.
2: Okay. Well, that that all or nothing offensive team made it to Game Seven of the ALCS. Where did the Red Sox end up?
0: Being eliminated. And how many
2: dimensions do the Red Sox have right now?
0: They don't hit for power.
2: Okay. And what but about maybe with Jay-Z What about Martinez, their? They're,
0: they're going to hit for a little bit more power this year.
2: Do you think he's that big of a of a pickup for them? I yeah, hit forty five home a, runs he had last an incredible year. Incredible
1: year last year. Well, I mean, one dimensional. They have two guys in their lineup that hit for a combined 111 home runs last year, and Judge and Stan. I mean, they have guys that bullpen. hit home runs. Look at their bullpen. And then they have guys like Brett Gardner. Did you know, Brett Gardner came in 12, uh He finished 12th last year in number of pitches seen per at bat. And you know what? How's that one dimensional?
2: You take their bullpen, and no one talks about this starting rotation, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah, but I, again, in the
0: context of what they were saying, that the Yankees are a home run or nothing team.
2: Good. It worked. It didn't, though, And you know, because, what? you know what? And you know what? They're not just a home run or, or nothing team. Because
0: in Game 6 and 7 of the ALCS, they couldn't get they no, home weren't.
2: runs. They, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Game yeah. 6 or 7, they were just didn't show up at all. And we can all admit that they just didn't. When they're home, they hit home runs. When they're on the road, they don't hit home runs and they don't win. That's just
0: the way they are. So, in a sense, I hate to say, it, but I kind of agree with them.
2: When but they were when they were on the road in Cleveland, they didn't they scored all their runs on home runs. Hey, dumbass! Do you know how that occurred? They lost the first two games of that, of
0: that series, right? Did, did they not? Okay. And they jumped out to a lead because of what? Here, I'll put my ear up to the microphone and listen.
2: Because of what? Didi's A home, run. home Didi's Didi. runs. Didi, it home runs. Sir Didi. What about the games back at home against Houston? Home runs. They weren't all home runs. Oh, that that was, big okay. comeback. Honestly, yeah, in, you can. In, Gary in, Sanchez. Listen, what? in the McCullers game, when he got taken out, those weren't all home runs. Yeah, but what got them going? A home run. <laughs> judge's home run.
1: <laughs> yeah, when they were losing, still, trailing to the Twins in that first It was first still game.
2: only what? 4-1 at that point? Look, if you're...
0: Look, it is. There was a couple is. gappers
2: that they have good hitting. A good hitting. You were team. watching a
0: game with me yesterday. I, John Carlos Stan was like picking his nose and it hit a line drive off
2: the wall. It's not like we have a bunch of Mike Napoli's who are hitting a hundred, but putting up forty home runs a year. These guys are still batting two eighty. Where do you he, he went back
0: somewhere, right? Then he go back to Cleveland. No, Napoli? something happened who? with
2: him. Who? Something happened with Napoli. He didn't pass a physical or something. Look
0: that up right because I remember seeing he signed
2: somewhere. But... Yeah, but I think it fell through. Really? I think he didn't pass his physical or something. All right, so while we're on the subject of the Red Sox and you brought up J.D. Martinez, is this a game-changing signing for them? Maybe, but was their offense really their their struggles last year? They didn't hit
0: for a lot of power.
1: Napoli's in the uh, Indians organization right now.
2: But what I'm saying is this team won the division. Their offense was always strong. Their pitching fell apart. Their bullpen fell apart. But what we always talked about with them last year was you, they didn't
0: have that guy. When Big Poppy came up to the plate, you just had the fear of God in in you that he was going to hit a ball 500 feet. Yeah. You didn't feel that way about anybody on the Red Sox last year. Hmm. They had some really good players. If I take anything away from Benintendi or Bogarts. or Hanley know, had
2: an off year. Last year. Yeah,
0: Hanley Ramirez. I thought
1: Hanley Ramirez had a good year
2: last year. No, two years ago he did. Oh, well, you're a stat guy. Why don't you look that up there, Chief? Hanley fell off last year at the end.
0: But now that they got J.D. Martinez, they guy got to hit 45 home runs. Didn't he the major leagues in slugging percentage last year? Maybe.
1: If
2: not, he was top three. That's but a- what I'm saying is, what did they do to strengthen their other dimensions of the team? Because they're so, you know, these announcers are so uh, stuck on... Having more than just one dimensional team, where else did they improve? Again, you're stuck on that, but I'm
0: telling because you because they improved, improved was, their
2: one was... dimension that was very strong. Because Chris Chris Sale disappeared at the end of the year last year. Uh,
0: you, you know what? I'm not even. I'm David Price
2: ended up in the bullpen. I'm
0: done talking to you. So
2: no, I I want. I'm not saying they're a bad team. No, because again, what he was speaking of, the
0: announcer that said it was their, the Yankees offense. Not just their
2: offense is one dimensional.
0: That they are a home runner bust team, that they don't generate runs.
2: Well, we'll see this year. We have a new manager now. Maybe run. maybe we'll be bunting a little more, a couple more hit and runs this year.
0: Yeah, you want if Gardy leads off the game with a double, you want Judge to drop a, a bunt down?
1: No. The Yankees were fifth in hits last year as a team. So just regular. Yeah. Okay. And most of them left the ballpark.
2: So. Great. And that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. If they're fifth in hits and most of them left the
1: ballpark, I'll sign up for that any day. First in home runs. Okay. Red Sox, they had to be last in the American League. Maybe not in the entire league. I think the Pirates finished last. But Red Sox last year at team total 168 home runs compared to the Yankees, who hit 241 home runs. Jesus. I'd rather have the Yankees problem than the Red Sox problem. Absolutely. I'll take that any day.
2: So I'll take my one-dimensional offense, and I'll face it up against your what? Four-dimensional offense. Is that what you want to call it?
1: Yeah, four
0: dimensions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Because that's a new thing now. It is. It's yeah, Saber, you know. Right. Bill
0: James wrote about it in Moneyball. So, there you go. All right, last thing before we wrap up the show here, and just real quick. In the games that we've watched that the full team has been out there, it's went like this. It's gone Guardi, Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, Bird,
2: Didi, one through six. Hey, I'm shocked they're going to do three righties in a row, but it seems to be that way, and I like it. So you really you
0: think that? And that that was against both a righty and a lefty. I don't so, think
2: I don't think they do it that many times. If they weren't truly going to put that lineup forth in in the regular season. All right, so I don't think we
0: really have a problem with Judge Batts second. Right? No, I, no, I'm over
2: it. I I like it.
0: Here's the guy though. It's Gary Sanchez has to back clean up. Uh, I'm sure yeah. we've, we've said
2: this before. He has to back clean up. I don't care if you're a lefty. I don't care if you're a righty. I don't care who you are. If you have to face Judge Stanton and Sanchez all three in a row in a lineup, you're scared. And then to add bird behind him, Didi, it's. It, I don't care who's pitching. I don't care if it's
0: a lefty or a and righty. Hasn't Hicks been slotted seventh in that lineup? Right? Hicks has been batting seventh. Yeah.
2: And then second and third. Right. So you got... That's why you need Drury and Anduhar up on opening day. Because that lineup from one through nine is absolutely deadly. It's odd, though, seeing the righties and the lefties stacked like that. Because you're not used you're not to it. Because you're not used to it. But it's something I've fought Girardi on for years. I don't believe in the lefty-righty stuff. Maybe, I just don't. I don't think Aaron Boone believes in Good. it. Good. You should have your best hitters hit where they should hit. And that's the exact lineup that should be put out Bottom there. Bottom line is if we know the parameters, we know the things that are set in
0: stone in this lineup. Judge or Stanton is going to hit second, and it looks like it's going to be Judge. Right. And they ha- and they're going to bat back to back. So that means Judge 2, Stanton 3. Yep. Gary Sanchez has to back cleanup.
1: Yep. I saw a good stat the other day about Sanchez. Gary Sanchez hits 259 when batting in the lineup number two through four, but he hit, he hits 410 when batting five through seven in the lineup. All right, wow. so now he has to bat 50 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good. good five but
0: because we were what was it not was it Wednesday's game? it hit that freaking ball over the scoreboard. Oh
2: my God it, it was massive.
0: Because think about it, Guardy, like you said, Guardy's one of the league leaders in pitches seen. So he he goes out there, he sees eight pitches in in his first at bat. Pitchers like, oh Christ, it took me forever to get right. That all
1: postseason last year.
0: And then now you got to face Aaron Judge, who hit fifty two home runs last year, and then you and then you face John Carlson, who hit fifty nine home runs last year, and then and then what? Naturally, it's like okay, I got through that. And then who comes up to bat?
2: I want to say one last thing. I've always been on Gardner's case about stolen bases. Hashtag L. This is the one year where you can't look at his stolen bases. You can't. Because you don't want to, you know. he can't get thrown out. You can't get thrown out out out. with that lineup following you. You just can't.
0: Because he's in scoring position. So, exactly. At the plate. He
2: is. He really is. Because if Judge hits one
0: in the gap, he's scoring.
2: He is. And so, if
0: not, then he goes for, on a single, he goes first to third, and then you figure with nobody out and a runner on third that either Stan or
2: Sanchez can hit a ball onto the outfield. Absolutely. So you can't look at his stolen base numbers this year. I'll give him a pass this year.
0: He should, he should still get over 20 stolen But base
2: you know now. what? I think Boone's got to be a guy who's a little more aggressive with the hit and run this year. I think it needs to happen. I think you need to start generating more runs like we were just talking about.
0: All right, but here's the thing. Do you want... And this all, and then before we wrap up at the end of the show, do you want Judge being a hit and run guy, hitting behind runners going? Well, the opposite we field talked though? about
2: this, right? We talked about his batting average with balls put in play. If he's in a true hitter's count, he's a great guy to be a hit and run guy.
0: But don't you want him swinging for the fences? Don't you want you
2: him- want him to produce? So, so what? It's a hit and run, and he hits the ball over the fence still. It's a two run home run. Right, but let's say But he... if he
1: puts the ball in play and it finds a gap, Gardner's possibly scoring. Which play which Yankee led the team last year in uh ground balls double play? Kevin Moss. Gary Sanchez. Who'd you say, Christian? Kevin Moss. <laughs> it's actually Aaron Judge. Really? He had fifteen. Yeah,
0: because he hits the ball hard and he's not particularly fast.
2: So if Gardner's on the move, there's not going to be any more double plays. Where's, I'm Matt, just, what's, where's Matt holidays? Did he? No, he's done. He's in the done. witness protection program. Yeah, he's, he's
0: done. done. All right. So, uh, did you know uh, that Gary
2: Rakes? Gary Rakes.
1: Pick Gary up a Gary Rakes. Rakes shirt. We got
0: a couple on the yeah, way.
1: Yeah, they actually look really cool. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, thank you to a quote from the manager, Aaron Boone, that uh, somebody asked him a few weeks ago about Gary Sanchez. And his quote was Gary Rakes. So, now, you can get your exclusive NYYST Gary Rake shirt at www.nyysportsalk.com. Fan shop. Uh, what's that stupid thing that you say all the time? Swag up. So, yes. Plus, our hashtag LGary shirt if you don't like yard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still have the old Rise shirt up there? Yeah. Number 99. Number 99. Also, the uh, the weird spring training shirt that you put out there. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, some new goodies coming to the fan shop. So, uh, definitely check that out. Support a good
2: cause. Follow us on Twitter us. at myy Sports Talk, of course, for really weekly fan giveaways. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can, we can definitely say that. I don't know about that. I think we're going to take the week off. I was less than enthused this week. Yeah. Dude.
0: It happens, right? Yeah. Next week on NYY Sports Talk, Ryan will try to escape from a burning building.
1: What? <laughs> Do you know Aaron Judge almost doubled everyone else's uh, <laughs> walk to- totals last year? The next highest was Brett Gardner actually at 72 walks. Another great stat for a leadoff hitter. Judge had 127 walks last year. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But
0: all he does is strikeouts. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. 208 Ks. Unbelievable and that will Gardner had a lot of strikeouts too 122 what, All
0: right what number are you okay with him striking out next this 150
2: 150 I'd say mm-hmm.
1: 175 I would say if Just he gets anything lo- lower than 200 I would say if you're
2: striking out more than 150 times with Stanton and Sanchez hitting behind you there's a problem
1: Yeah but if he
0: strikes out 180 times he cut out almost 30 strikeouts Exactly That's a lot in one season for a guy like him. That's a lot. I'm sorry. If he strikes out 180 times this year, I'm going to be okay with that.
2: I think when we do our Yankee, you know, look ahead before the season starts, I think we should come up with uh, some expectations we have for specific players. Do you want to get
0: the fans involved in the show next week? Maybe. All right. We'll talk about it. All right. So, uh maybe we'll we'll turn the podcast over to, why are you shaking your head no Ryan you know don't, no, don't want them I'm, I'm
1: just reading up on the Yankees last year like Ellsbury Ellsbury had 63 strikeouts last year and he barely even played and Didi oh, Didi was injured but Didi only had 70 strikeouts Didi? last year well, no well, Didi played most of the year yeah he did he missed a
2: month of the season
1: yeah. He still played 140-plus games. That's pretty crazy, though. Only 70 strikeouts. You miss a month of the
0: season that is a significant
2: period of time but what i'm saying is he wasn't a bench guy coming in here and there he played most of the season he played 140 plus games and only had 70 strikeouts
0: do you think lance mccullers jr is an above average pitcher in major league baseball yes do you think that his opinion means something yes who's the one guy he singled down that lineup Didi Gregorius. okay so end the story thank you goodbye i agree all right file stack guy rye at stack guy underscore n y stack stack guy rye
1: I'm not rampage Rye, but I'm about to be. <laughs> are you? Are you making it a four P next week? We'll see. Yeah,
2: we'll
0: see. Do you think at this point it's just that he doesn't want to get made fun of on the week that he doesn't show up? Yes. Stat guy Rye underscore nyyst, Chris Junior underscore nyyst, Christian underscore nyyst. That's where you can find us on Twitter at nyy sports talk, nyy sports Breaking news, game recaps, fan shop, everything you need. Go there, bookmark it. And if you're looking for official Yankees gear, please go to fanatics.com. Absolutely. All right. And um, do we leave anybody out? All right. Let's go, so. Chris. See you think? Say goodbye. <laughs>